Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 16th episode of Obscure Mitch Podcast, the most obscure podcast in the world, where I interview underground artists, YouTubers, gamers, inventors, and really anything in between. Um, today, I have a really, really dope episode today. This is super cool. Uh, I found out about, I found out about this person maybe 20, I want to say 2020, 2021, around that time. Um, this person is killing it in the gaming scene, so it's really cool to have them on. Uh, without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself, tell people who you are, what you're doing, where you're from. Hello, my name is Legend of T, or I like just going by T. Um, I am a content creator for Carnage Clan and also love going to the gym and I also love dancing. And I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, let's go, let's go. Uh, hey. To start the interview, I remember I seen something on your uh, your Twitter, bro. This is like the realest shit I've seen. Like, I think uh-huh. it said... um. If I was rich, like I'd still shop at Ross and TJ Maxx. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. So what's like T's like go-to fit? Honestly, I'm the most like, what's it called? I love being comfy. The only, like, I love just being able to wear like baggy clothes. Like, um, what's it called? Like just baggy shirts. Um, I personally, I wear like an extra large and everything. Um, just because I don't know what it is. It's just the whole like wearing like tight clothes just really isn't for me and i like being comfortable especially when i'm gaming that's like my biggest thing is like when i'm gaming i'm in my comfort zone i'm you know comfortable yeah 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 uh but usually just like baggy pants uh baggy clothes or just a baggy shirt and just like some fuzzy socks or something you know <laughs> i don't fuzzy know socks <laughs> yeah no I'll fuck with that though. i ain't gonna lie like all I really need is like a polo tee, feel me, some jeans, mm-hmm. probably some Vans, and I'm good. Maybe a hoodie if I'm on, on my hoodie boy shit, you feel me? But right, yeah. I really don't like to, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people our age, they love like, just like designer everything type shit, you feel me? Ah, uh, no, I, I, it's, people nowadays love to be flashy, and they love spending so much money to have some kind of like praise for having designer. And it's like the weirdest thing. It's like, okay, you brag about how much you spend, but you don't talk about how much you're saving. "Hmm, All right. All right. Okay. I I see. I see you. I see you. You know, and that's definitely like a kind of a red flag for me. If I, I obviously spend your money, how you want to spend your money, but it's kind of like, I don't know, really don't know how to explain it, but people who are definitely like really, really flashy, I tend to not be around. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I don't know. To me, it just sounds that just gives me that uh, impression that you really care about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And I can really give two shits what people think of me. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's real shit. Also, like not being responsible type shit with the money, too. Like that's kind of sketchy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I love saving money personally and being around somebody that's irresponsible is not ideal at all. But because if you're around people with that energy you're gonna want to do the same mm-hmm. that's real shit so how'd you get into gaming well i i pretty much came out of the womb with a controller in my hand i'm gonna say that um <laughs> i grew up with two older brothers and obviously having like my brothers having friends over all the time their thing was to always play games um and so i kind of just got into it i've always watched my older brother play video games constantly um and i I just slowly just fell in love with it and it's been a journey ever since like uh, i remember having the game boy advance 
what is it the first i think the first ds as well um you know the playstation one playstation two three four um all that fun stuff so i've literally just been gaming ever since i was a kid so it's definitely been a a lovely hobby ever since so <laughs> so what was the first like console was it the gameplay you said or it's gonna sound like a dumb question but is you said what my first what my first console was yeah it's like a, it's like a Game Boy, like considered a something is considered a console, but it's like a it's a what's gonna call it a handheld thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I guess like my my first essential one that I shared with my brother was PS One. Okay, okay, that's crazy because I was gonna say my first was a Game Boy too. Like, but that if people count that as a console or not, that's up for debate. But it was a Game Boy, then it was like a GameCube. So what was the right, first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what was the first game you ever played? Oh gosh, um, um, I I don't remember on the top of my head, but I remember playing. I remember playing Tomb Raider on. On I don't remember what console it was. I remember it being on on a handheld. What's oh. I can't. I can't never think of the terms. A handheld con. I guess a handheld console. I don't know. Like I don't remember if it was on the Game Boy or a DS. It was. I was on something. I remember playing Tomb Raider, but also remember playing Tomb Raider on. Was it a PS One, PS Two, um, and then also playing Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, on GameCube with my brother, and then also playing like fighting games with my brothers. Um, like, what was it called? It was like a Naruto like fighting game and also Dragon Ball Z. Um, I remember playing this one snow snowboarding game. I don't remember what it was called. It was on the PS One. It was. It's like so, like I don't remember exactly what my first game was, but that's kind of like the general like thing that I did play as a kid. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. You said snowboarding. Was it a? I remember a snowboarding game back in the day. I think it was called SSX or something like that. Was that? I it? think that's what it is. Yes, SSX. Oh. That game's lit, bro. I love that game. So, were you, you said basically you came out of the womb with a controller in your hand. So, were you always like super big into games, or did it get, did your, how do I put it, your gaming addiction get worse mm-hmm. as time went on? I don't like it's honestly like gaming has just always been a thing for our family in general. Um, it's definitely gotten worse over the years as, you know, things have advanced over time. But, at the same time, like, it's a huge passion. It's something I would never trade for the world because I've met so many great people from it. And it's just an escape from reality, especially, you know, growing up in a certain household and everything like that. And that having that having to be your only escape um, or even just like not even having like a lot of friends that are in the game, like we're into gaming, especially being a girl. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a what's it called? It was like a warm hug, essentially, whenever I played video games, especially growing up, because it just felt like I was like in my own little bubble, my own little world. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like what's crazy about that is like, bro, growing up, because I was big in a game since I was like three. Growing mm-hmm. up as a kid, being a gamer was not cool, bro. Like, oh, yeah, no, Mm-mm. you were called a lame for gaming. And it's like now everybody loves gaming. What do you think was like, from your perspective, like the craziest change gaming has made? Um, the craziest thing that gaming has changed, I would like really say 
is oh, I don't want to say this like I think it's just really cool that people are able to make a living off of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely fascinating and because I don't I don't know really, how do I want to explain this it's it's really cool to see how much also gaming has advanced just in general. And I think it's just also like just like really cool to be able to do something that you've always been passionate about and turn it into a career. Like that's everybody's dream is to do anything that they're really passionate about and turn it into a career. And I think it's just really funny how people hate on it so much, but I feel like that's just really projection and just like people being jealous of the fact that they're able to do something with a passion while they're out out here working at nine to five. So I think that's just like the biggest thing for me, just turning into a career. Yeah, that's, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, that's some real shit. I'd mm. also say that and probably like uh, the whole VR shit, that's like pretty crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I feel like. Are you talking about like the production of video games or just like, I'm, I'm just sorry. No, it's okay. You okay. Amazing answer. I was just talking about in general. Okay. Not but the VR shit though, like putting a console basically on your face, that's that's wild. Like that's that's crazy. I would have never thought in a million years that that shit would happen. Are you into that VR? Looky, uh, like I remember playing this VR game with my oldest brother. Um it was like a a driving simulator because I want to I want to learn how to drive stick because the car I want like the next car I want is a, is a Genesis um, a Hyundai Genesis and I want it to be manual and I remember like playing on his VR and I just felt sick to my stomach and I literally don't know how people can play VR for like hours um, I would like to get into it I really want to play Beat Saber like that shit looks so much oh, fun yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it looks so much fun, but um, I don't really don't know how much they go for nowadays, but I think it'd be like a really cool investment to do and also um, to do something different for my streams as well. Okay, you talked about cars a little bit. Are you like big into cars or? No, I just think they're really pretty. <laughs> that's <laughs> all. <laughs> um, I, I would like, I think that's the next thing that I would love to get into is cars, but I just don't even know like where to start, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, that's next thing. That's the next hobby I like to get into and just kind of go from there. Okay. So, would it be like building cars, racing? Like, what would it be? Like, going on the track or? That's a good question. Um, I think it's just more just knowing just the mechanics of the car, just in general, just so I know like what each part does or. You know, if I need an oil change, oh, I can I can do an oil change myself. You know, that type of thing, or not needing somebody else's help to change a tire. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, just being able to just kind of be knowledgeable just about the mechanics of the car. I mean, building a car would be cool, but I'm all about saving money, so I can't do that. <laughs> not feel that. Um, bro. Speaking of cars, have you seen um? I forgot, is this game called R6? It's like a racing game. Have you seen that lately? It's like a big eSport. I think FaZe is in it right now. Have you heard of that? Um, I don't think so. R6? Yeah, R6. I think R6 Racing or R6 eSports or something like that. I see R8 games? R8 games? Or is that not it? I don't think that's it. No, that's not it. R6? No, I don't, I don't think I've heard of that game, no. 
fuck. Is it called R6 or am I just like drawing a blank right now? <laughs> oh, it's called, I think it's called a Ren Sport. Ren Sport? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about this game. This is all new to me. It's super, it's super big right now. I feel like, I don't know, gaming is going in such a crazy direction, bro. Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what, what do you think? What do you think the evolution of gaming looks like? Like in the next couple of years? Oh, that's a that's a tough question to ask or a tough answer for that question. Um, I just I don't know. It's just I think just the sad thing about gaming, like seeing what um, what's been happening to gaming over the years is that I grew up obviously, you know, uh, playing RPGs, you know, like Legend of Zelda, Sonic, blah, 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 whatever. Tomb Raider. And I respect the fact that there's so much competitive into gaming, but I feel like it's gotten to the point where things are just not enjoyable and everything's about like, I just feel like there's, when it comes to gaming now, like people only do it for the money. They don't do it for the pure enjoyment of gaming. And I respect the competitive scene a lot, but at the same time, it's just kind of sad to see how much it's changed the way we think of gaming nowadays. And especially with, you know, skill-based matchmaking in certain games, it's definitely ruined a lot of games and the fun aspect of it too. If that's what you mean by it, I don't know if you mean just like gaming as a whole or like the, what's it called? Like the graphics of the game, or I don't know exactly what you mean by that question, but. Like where, um, what do you think the next big step is in gaming? Oh, the next big step. Okay. Damn, because we already have VR. I've definitely seen, you know, like those type of like, what's it called? I don't say consoles, but those type of um things where you can actually like, you're on a what the hell is it called where you can actually like walk on like a certain platform and it feels like you're actually walking in the game i don't know like what it's called i know what you're talking about um and i honestly can't i couldn't tell you that question or i can't i can't answer that question to be honest because it's kind of scary to even think about yeah. because of how much technology has has advanced especially with the motive of this whole thing about AI and everything. Technically that's what it is in a sense, but I couldn't I couldn't give you a direct answer, honestly. No, no, I respect that. Going back to your previous answer though, like what you said, um how basically money is becoming like a huge thing for gaming and not mm -hmm. everybody only thinks about money. And it's like that in a competitive scene and also like, you know, whether they be game developers or game publishers too, like kind of milking mm -hmm. video games and not sometimes releasing, you know, video games that aren't even done type shit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like right money has just kind of corrupted the morals of a lot of people in gaming it's kind of scary kind of oh absolutely I definitely agree it's very scary <laughs> i know why that's one reason why i kind of stepped away from cod because mm -hmm. like the i think the last cod i played like religiously was probably cold war or maybe oh Marvel. really yeah vanguard kind of mm -hmm. pissed me oh, off God. a little bit i so. don't even want to talk about vanguard <laughs> i know you said that basically this is kind of a hard question to answer mm -hmm. uh what it's like one of the questions i have on here is like what do you think comes after the metaverse like in terms of gaming i'll be honest with you i don't even know what the what do you i don't know what meta what you mean by metaverse like basically like so have you seen the movie ready player one 
I want to say I have, yes. Where it's like basically a whole another world inside of like, basically like VR basically, but like it's a whole another world. If I remember correctly, it's like, um, oh my god, it's like where you spawn into a game and you're like actually like a character in the game. Is that what you mean by that? Yeah. Oh, that's some scary shit for one. Because can't you, if you like die in the game, don't you like die in real life or something? Oh, that's that from that anime Ready Player One, I think. Oh, no, not Ready Player One, a uh, Sword Art Online, I think. Yeah, Sword Art. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. That's Honestly, scary. I don't even know like if you can even top Metaverse. Like, but somehow, some way, it's gonna like it's gonna be topped regardless. But how do you top spawning into a game? <laughs> like, that's some top tier shit. Like, holy fuck, you know? I don't think that can be topped. Man, that's that's kind of. An insane, insane concept, just in general. But that's what I—that's just what I think. Yeah, I don't. Now that you think about it, I don't. Now that you said that, I don't think it can be topped either. I don't know why I had that question on there. I don't know. It's 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 really interesting to think about though. Like it's just, again, the evolution of gaming is like it's moving pretty fast too. What games are you like currently playing right now? Um, for some odd reason, Call Call of Duty has been a chokehold, and I've been playing a lot of I play a lot of Warzone. I just like the fact of just getting better, you know. So always one percent better every day. Okay, how'd you get into Call of Duty? It's a very interesting topic. Um, so I remember as a kid, I was around like oh man, two thousand nine was when MW two came out. How old was I? Anyways. I uh, remember, like, as a kid, uh, my brother would always play MW2, and every time I would try to play MW2, he'd be like, you don't think I'm going to ruin my KD, or whatever, you know? And, like, he didn't teach me how to make my own profile on the PS3. So, I don't know, ever since then, like, I've always, like, had the itch to play Call of Duty. I've always been scared, too, and also, like, like getting, like, scared because of uh, getting yelled at by my older brother. And... Once I got my first job, actually, no, then we got Black Ops 1, and then he allowed me to play it a little bit. <laughs> um, and then when I got my first job in 2016, I bought my first PS4, and also my first, um, personally, my first game that I, my first Call of Duty game that I bought was, unfortunately, I'm going to say quote-unquote unfortunately, uh, was Call of Duty Ghost. Um, I missed the BO2 era because growing up, kind of struggling with money, my mom couldn't afford $60 games every year. Um, so ever since Ghost, it's been literally just a passion. I kind of took a, a a few years off of Call of Duty just because of some other stuff that happened in my life. Um, and then got back into it during World War II. And I started. that's when I started sniping. Okay, okay. That's crazy how, like, Back then, Ghost was like an ass cod, but then it's like we got Vanguard. Like, it's like, like, no, literally, though. Like, I'm sorry, but Ghost was one of the most underrated cods. Man, it wasn't even that bad. Like, it, I, it, it wasn't, was, it, it was, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad, but it wasn't that bad compared to what we have now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the maps are pretty big. I will say that the colors weren't the best, but I still think it was a fun cod. Yeah, I think it felt good. Like, it felt like the movement and everything. It was like, okay. Like, it wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, do you have... I agree like, with that. Do you have... Well, wait, before I get into that, have you played, like, the other CODs, though? Like, BO2, World at War, have you played those? 
No, unfortunately. I mean, I played BO2 briefly. Like, I had a friend give me his um, BO2 copy because he had an extra one, I think. He gave me that one, but I I barely played it. I don't know why. I just really... I think it was just because, like, I was at such a low level, you know, brand new to the game, like, and I would just keep, I just kept getting shit on because I couldn't get used to the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I played it really briefly, um, unfortunately. Um, I wish I would, I'd, I got into it, uh, the peak of BO2, but again, I can only, can only do what I could have done, especially at an age where I couldn't get a job, so... You know, how to work with what I had. <laughs> okay. Well, this next question is going to be pretty interesting, then, because you said you you started COD at Ghost, right? Technically, yes. Yes. So do you have, like, a top three COD? Oh, gosh. Like, your, um, top, like, your top three that you find, you know what I'm saying, like, what's your personal favorites type shit? Oh, man. I don't even think I can answer this question because I started so late in the series. Um <sighs> Um, I mean, that's a hard one. I'm going to say that's a hard one, but I just feel like if I were to say my list, I would get mean for it. <laughs> um, Bruh. Oh, man. All right. So uh, if, huh? if, it, if it makes you feel any better, how about I name my list? Okay. Because I feel like people are probably going to hate my list too. Like, Okay. Go for it. <laughs> uh, Number one is probably World at War. I think that's mm -hmm. the best card of all time. Uh, I really like World War Two a lot. BO2. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> really interesting. Uh, BO3. And then probably, mm -hmm. um, honestly, maybe BO4 is tied between BO4 and COD4, to be honest. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my top five. People are probably going to hate me because I don't have, you know what I'm saying? Right. BO1 on there or some shit, but who cares? <laughs> um. Okay, I was have to say, so my top CODs, BO1. Oh man, BO1, and then, well, this is a hard one, BO1, and then I would probably have to say Ghost, Advanced Warfare, MW19, what was that, 4, um, and then probably BO4. Okay, your list is not bad at all, bro. <laughs> it's it's all yeah. perspective, you know what I'm saying? Right, I definitely agree with that for sure. Did you ever think COD would get this far? That's a good question. Uh, I I think so because of how big, just like how Call of Duty is. It, plus, like Call of Duty is the number, pretty much the number, like one of the number one FPS games to like ever hit the market. Um, especially with how competitive uh, the competitive scene is, just in general. Definitely, like I'm sur I'm surprised how Call of Duty like has lasted. I don't know how long it's gonna last with some of the some of the decisions that they've been making i don't know how long the franchise is gonna last for but um i definitely think it's um very fascinating how far they um they definitely come though yeah i say that they they definitely need to um you know step up their shit because all it takes is one like amazing fps to come out and you know that's all it really takes know. to be honest you don't think nobody don't... replaces replace college? i don't I don't think so. I don't think so. But just because of like how like the nostalgia of Call of Duty throughout the years, I think that's hard to top it, to be honest. I don't know. That's a hard one. Because there have been a lot of FPS games that's come out over the years, but that shit would just crumble because of how 
just how of how much people love Call of Duty. Like for instance, like Halo, like that shit crumbled within a week. I don't know, like people just stopped playing it within a week, and then went back to Call of Duty. Um, obviously, I I'm gonna get some hate for this, but I didn't play Halo growing up as a kid because I had one console, and we were a Sony family. Um, I didn't have an Xbox. My friends never had an or didn't have an Xbox, so I didn't play Halo or anything like that. I'm honestly really surprised that like Halo isn't up there at the moment. Um, and that kind of just really shows like how top tier Call of Duty is with all this talk about like, oh, Halo's this, Halo's that, blah, blah, blah. All this. Oh, I've always heard things about Halo, but it's just kind of sitting here like, okay, well, where are they now? You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I don't think any, I'm not going to say any game can talk and top call of duty because you know at fortnite you have apex and everything like that but just call of duty as a whole over the years like i don't think any game will be able to top call of, call of duty that's interesting especially about the halo thing you said I, you're right i feel like halo has become like a relic kind of like it's like mm -hmm. it's a cool old game but people don't really fuck with halo no more like that right yeah for sure um so what do you think was like the closest to like being a competitor to cod would it be Battlefield or? Ooh, Battlefield. Um, Battlefield and also, um, like I said, Halo uh, would be probably the top two like competitors. I wouldn't say like at the moment, but just like over the years, um, especially during like the PS3 and Xbox 360 games, I probably I think those were like the the top two like competitors compete uh, going against Call of Duty. I haven't played a Battlefield game since, oh gosh, was it Battlefield 1? I forgot which one it was. It was like a few years back, like 2018 or like 17 when I first played Battlefield, but I would definitely say Battlefield would be probably up there as a competitor. Do you think there's any like new up and coming competitors? No, huh? I mean, if you're meaning like BR, I would always, I would, like, you know, the other best two BRs out there is Fortnite and apex, apex yeah. um i would definitely say apex is like their main competitor when it comes to br but when it comes to multiplayer i don't think so not that i've seen or heard any of any other fps game that's like kind of in the ballpark of call of duty um i did see like clips of this apparently like this new game that was made by roblox and when I was lo looking at it, I thought I was looking at Modern Warfare 2 um, 2022 gameplay, but no, that was a straight like Roblox, uh, Roblox uh, gameplay I was watching. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but like if, if that in the future were to actually come out and be a real game, um, I think I think there's some there's some competition there. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Call of Duty or Roblox Call of Duty or. I sent it to you, Twitter. Like, I don't, it literally looks like shipment. Like, right. Like, it's it's like, what? Like, this is... Yo, this is Roblox, you said? Yeah, I can't believe this is... Yeah, that's a Roblox game. Yes. Apparently, yeah, created on Roblox. Yo, low-key? Yo, what the... I've never... This is the first time I'm seeing this. Right. So, like, seeing this, I was flabbergasted. I was like, there's no way 
Roblox made this game or Roblox you can like like I thought Roblox was just like a another version of Minecraft or something but I guess I was wrong but goddamn what I'm a, so everybody listening I'm probably gonna leave that video linked um in the description of this pocket that is crazy I've never seen that it's so weird coming from Roblox so you wouldn't think that they would do something like that Oh, for sure, right. But again, gaming has evolved in so many different ways, like, so. Yeah. Uh, do you remember hearing about that game, SM2? SM2. It's made on, like, the MW2 engine or MW3. I think it's MW2. It's made on their engine. SM2? Like a fan-made game. I haven't seen anything, like, maybe I have. I don't know. It looks... Just like Call of Duty. Yeah. Like you said it was fan? Yeah, it's fan made. Okay. But no, I don't think I've actually like heard about it or like or anything like that. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm super, That's interesting though. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that. I think that only comes out on PC though. Mm -hmm. So what's one thing that you would like change or add to COD? Like in general? Change um take out skill-based matchmaking for one um that's the biggest one and honestly at this point i i definitely think like skill-based matchmaking has definitely killed a lot of video games especially just playing in pubs i think that would have to be the biggest one and also just bringing back more creativity because i definitely feel like there's been a huge disconnect when it comes to creativity when it comes to like bringing out new maps especially within I'm pretty sure you've seen on season two of Modern Warfare 2, they just came, there was only two multiplayer maps and um, one was Dome all like from like what, MW3 or something like that. Then it was Remade and Vanguard. And then also they brought back Museum, which was in the beta at the beginning of the game, but they took it out because of lawsuit reasons. So I would just say like really the creativity because they're kind of going on a bad path especially for multiplayer ah i don't can't think of anything else that i can think of when it comes to the change of call of duty or outer change i think adding like also like map rotations to warzone would be really cool okay. like um, like how they do in Apex, essentially. I hate, I hate like comparing the game to Apex because they tried so hard for MW or for Warzone Two to be like Apex low key, but like you know, rotating maps from what's it called, uh, uh Verdansk to Coldera, and then also the new map. But obviously, you can't do that with the game being on different engines. So I don't, I don't think that's even possible to do. But it would be a cool concept. Um, also like rotating maps, like fortunes, keep rebirth would be really cool. And then also Sheikah Island. But I think those are some of the things that I would personally add. Okay. So I, I remember seeing on your YouTube channel, you were pretty big into apex. How come you stopped playing? Oh, damn. <laughs> you saw that? Oh man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, like I said before, like call of duty has me in a really bad chokehold and I'm, I'm in an abusive relationship with it. Um, I don't know what it is it's just like at that especially at that time i wasn't really into brs as much as i am now at the time 2018 that's when 
I think that's when BO4 was around. And I was like heavily into sniping and like hitting clips and blah, 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 sniper clips. So I think that's like one of the main reasons why I stopped is because of the love of sniping and the dedication and the passion I had for it, but not as much as BRs um, like I have today. Yeah, Apex. So, hmm. so you have more fun playing Warzone then, right? Yes, I don't know what I haven't well for one I haven't played Apex in a long time so I can't really give an honest answer about that but there's just something about Call of Duty that I love I don't know what it is but I don't know what it is the the, the love I have for Call of Duty but it's just like the passion and the drive that I, that I have to get better at it is there and I feel like no game could honestly top that. I mean, I would like to play like Apex in the future, but I'm really stubborn about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, just because of the fact of also, if I were to try to like change games, especially if I stream it, um, I'm scared that I feel like if I ever say it, they might they might hear me. <laughs> okay, we can skip uh, that. Thing. We can skip. No, that. no, you're fine. No, I'm just I'm just messing around. Um, that's a good question. Hmm. I mean, to be honest, I'm quite surprised that I even still play the game, even though how much they hate snipers. But hmm, honestly, I don't know. I feel like the game is, I'm not going to say it's pretty free range as it is, but with being able to make your own like customizable, like 100% customizable, like loadouts and everything now. Um, What is something that Call of Duty do that will make me never play the game again? I don't have an answer to that. Not off the top of my head, but. Yeah, um, Vanguard was my reason, to be honest. Oh, I don't blame you. That's why That's why I, I've been on Warzone since pretty much, um, what was it? Like consistently after I got um, Dark Matter on Cold War, like I played like a lot of Warzone after I got Damascus on MW19, but I went back to playing multiplayer um consistently for dark matter and then i went back to warzone consistently and that's why i stayed on that game because or stayed on warzone because i knew at this point like if you think about it multiplayer is legit like a dlc for warzone at this point yeah you know just having to level up weapons for warzone that's the only reason why people even play multiplayer anymore besides rank now but that's just how i see it so Compared, compared to like the COD next event, do you think MW2 lived up to the hype? Hmm, that's a good question. I will say there's certain there were certain things as a that were a little bit of a letdown, but regardless, I was still excited um, of the game coming out. Regardless, just because of the growth and the opportunity that um, I. I could potentially get from the new Call of Duty, and that's what I always look for. It's just new growth, new ways to do content, and new ways to do things differently that I didn't do before. And that's what I look for when it comes to a new Call of Duty coming out, rather than the quote-unquote hype that that comes with it. Because I don't know, like I just find like different ways. I try my best to like think of different ways that I can improve, regardless and 
I will definitely say like playing the beta from playing the, the like the comparison between the beta to now it's completely different and I definitely feel a lot different than I obviously played like obviously when I played the beta but I would say like yes and no it did live up to its hype but there's still things I need that could be done to make the game better okay how did you um how did you how did you like how to put it Overall, how did you like coming to LA for the event? Honestly, I still can't believe that I was invited not once but twice. Um, I don't know how I got invited because I just be because for one, I'm not even partnered on Twitch, so it's just kind of like, how the hell do I even fit into this category of people? And I don't, I never understood, I never, it never like really clicked on me why like I was even invited out there in the first place. But I'm very thankful um, for the opportunity. Like the opportunity was honestly like has definitely opened up a lot of doors for me, especially with meeting new people, especially meeting new people like, oh, my gosh. And also um, being able to just travel is amazing experience. Very grateful and very thankful for that opportunity. And um, it was it, it kind of like I try to look back on it. And it really feels like a dream. <laughs> so. Did you like LA? Did you like coming out here? I mean, I, I, I like, I loved LA. I love the vibe of LA, the energy, but would I live there? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but definitely like just going to LA, just there's something about it. I don't know how to explain it, but there's something about going to LA or San Diego or, you know, it's just like, What's the word that I want to use? I want to say like the vibe. That's not, I don't want to say vibe, but the atmosphere of just being in LA just kind of hits different than anywhere else. So what made you say you wouldn't live out here? Have you seen your guys' housing <laughs> situation? Like, yeah, yeah. 2K for a studio? Mm -mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm good off of that. Um... Also the gas prices and just like, just being there is just, well, just, I can only imagine like living there is just one, it's, it's expensive. Just everything there is just probably two times as much of anywhere else. And I will say if I was Cali rich, oh, absolutely. I would live in Cali a hundred percent. But right now mm -mm, that's definitely not ideal and not in my path at all at the moment. <laughs> yeah. It kind of feels like, um, buy a house in LA just to say that you bought a house in LA type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like, yes. It's weird. I hate like, it. It's like the same thing. <laughs> it's like the same thing of like living in Hawaii or I want to say like Florida because I feel like living in Florida, I know a few people who live in Florida, but I definitely feel like that's the same vibe that you would get if you live in Hawaii because Hawaii is a whole different type of ballpark of expensive too. But I would definitely understand what you mean by like, oh, you just bought you just bought a house in LA because you could. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, I kind of want to get into your your life a little bit. What was your childhood like? Like, what was it like growing up? You you're from uh, Arizona, right? Yeah, born and raised. Okay. Um, uh, my childhood. I mean, I had a good childhood for the most part. You know, I went outside a lot. Um, hung out with a lot of friends. Obviously, played my very much uh very large handful of video games with my brothers i was a pretty active kid i played a lot of sports growing up too um then a lot of things kind of went south 
in 2009 when the stock market the stock market crashed that kind of like really changed my whole perspective and that kind of made me how to grow up a little bit faster than your typical you know 11 year old um especially mentally and you really start to like really understand the value of money especially when you see a lot of things being taken away from you and also just a value and just a value in certain things that have been taken away from you and it's definitely i'm not gonna say it was a blessing that that stuff happened to me but at the same time like i'm glad that i went through that struggle because if i didn't i feel like i wouldn't be as determined and um dedicated to my work today i know just seeing like you know your parents struggle a certain to a certain degree like makes you like really wake up like oh i gotta get my shit together like because if i don't who's gonna do it for me you know Kind of like a lesson learned type situation, huh? Right. And I feel that, bro. Like, especially growing up in LA. Like, I'm from South Central LA. And it's like, mm-hmm. me growing up here is like inspiration for me to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is oh, not. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being honest. This shit's disgusting out here, bro. It's like, you can't do anything. Like, specifically in my area, you can't just go outside and just go to the store type shit. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Certain shit you just can't do. It's like, mm-hmm. that's like, you know, no, no. It's just inspiration for me to get up out of here. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, what was, besides gaming, you said you were big into sports. Like, what, what sports was T into? I don't know. I was kind of just an active kid all over. Like, I played soccer, um, some, a little bit of basketball, volleyball. I just, I like, as a kid, I just ran around a lot, too. I don't, like, you know, <laughs> as a kid, you're pretty much a fucking crackhead, so you just run around a lot. And I would, I think those are, like, the pretty much the major ones for the most part. Uh, yeah, that's all I can really think of. Yeah, those are like the major ones. Okay. I don't know if we touched up on this, but how did you start making content? Growing up, I was like around 12, 13 um, when I started watching a lot of like gaming um, YouTube con- or yeah, gaming like content and stuff like that. Like Vanoss Gaming, Wildcat, even OMG, it's Firefox. I don't know if you know who... I'm sure you know who some of those creators are. And also... PewDiePie, uh, they definitely inspired me to like get into content creation. I've always had a big love for uh, for video games, regardless. And it's just like I remember, I remember taking like my mom's like digital camera, and I remember just like sitting in my room and like trying to record an intro for my like YouTube channel. Obviously, I didn't do it, but <laughs> um, I just remember that so vividly. And those were like the ma- like the, the major people that really got me into doing content and really helped me realize that like I can pursue anything that I wanted to because they, if they can do it, I can do it. I just have to put in the hard work. How does your family and friends feel about you being a content creator? Well, they think it's fascinating as hell because me personally, I don't give a damn what people think about what I do because for one, I'm having fun with what I do. I'm expressing myself as me through content creation and just able to be like, it's an outlet for me, you know, and they think it's awesome. They think it's fascinating. They always ask me questions about it. You know, them seeing like me go out, being flown out to like LA to, uh, to play Call of Duty and my family fully supports it too. Like my mom, my mom is my biggest supporter. Like she literally has like whenever I'm streaming, she has uh, my stream on her phone. That's like, you know, just to like lurk and everything like that. I think at first my dad and my stepmom were kind of like, 
like what are you doing type of thing but as they came to like really see as always when you bring money into the situation they start thinking like oh okay like cool like this is actually something that you actually can do and then once i told them that i was being flown to la to play call of duty they were like oh okay like this is this is this is you okay got you you know what i mean so it was definitely like a big like click in their head for sure um but they fully support me on what i do which is honestly such a blessing because there are parents out here that just don't want their kids playing video games at all yeah and they wonder why their parents or the parents don't or the kids don't want to have a very strong relationship with their parents is because they don't believe in them and i think that's the most heartbreaking thing is to not support your kid on what they are passionate about because if you have support from your parents the the momentum the grind is 10 times better because you have that support from your parents and that's such a that's such a blessing to have and my mom's been very supportive my my community loves my mom <laughs> um you know, there'll be times when she comes into my room, like, come on, mom, like, come, come say hi to stream really quick. And everybody's like spamming, hi, mama T, like, and everything like that. She'd be having conversations with them too. You know, I remember over like winter, like during winter, um, I had strained myself and my mom putting up a Christmas tree and we we're like just dancing around and everything. And so it's, um, they fully support me on what I do, on what I do. And I really hope I can be able to support them in the future with doing content. So they are my biggest motivator. Has your mom ever thought about being a content creator? That will <laughs> um, be lit. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I think it'd be like really cool to do like an interview with my mom type of thing. I think that'd be like really interesting to see. And I think a lot of people would love to see that too. Um, Shit, that might even be a good YouTube video. I'm gonna write that down real quick. Hold yeah, up. You be lit. <laughs> um, but I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I think she would just be confused half the time, and she would take things on the internet a little bit too serious, as she's yeah. done before. But I understand why, um, especially as a mother. <laughs> but but I, but yeah, I don't. I don't think she would. Yeah, I feel like this internet shit is kind of tough. Like, you kind of have, you have to have, like, a tough skin because people are, like, really mean, oh, bro. Like, oh, gosh, yes. Oh, yes. It's it's just people that are sad on the internet and they wonder why they don't get anywhere in life because they're sad on the internet and their whole life is embedded with just shitting on people because they're sad and they think that everybody else should be sad because they are sad and it doesn't make any sense. So they're, they're just sitting there just hating for no reason because they have nothing else better to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's sad about it, really. Like, that's the most sad part. Mm -hmm. Like, really, like, actually, like, like, really sad. Like, you know, because somebody be, I don't know, like, somebody could just be so just not happy with themselves that they don't want anybody else to be happy with themselves. Like Exactly. And it's really, it's, it's just bad to see. And it's just really sad um realizing how much hate there is in the world just from the internet itself but 
what can you do all you can do is just either just not reply to it or have fun with it and talk shit back and also get into the algorithm more so whatever so whatever you want to do with that information like or whatever they say go for it you know as a content creator what do you think is like the most fun type of content to make me personally as much as i love gaming i love also making gym content there's something about it um that's just like that just also shows like the real life version of me outside of gaming which i think a lot of people do like um because a lot of people don't just like seeing the um the gaming side of you people like seeing the uh the real life version of you like what you do on your daily basis type of thing and I think that's pretty fun because you're showcasing who you are. And I think that's very, very interesting and also very unique. If you weren't making content, what do you think would be one thing you'd be doing? Like something you always wanted to do? Some, some I would probably be, if I never got into gaming, I would probably be in the parallel universe, probably a track star and going to school for um, a physical therapist, honestly. Okay. <laughs> so is that something that like let's say like when t is like 55 or some shit like that like mm-hmm. would you try to would you go to school for that to be a physical therapist or mm, no just because of how much like how many how much schooling that is and i don't want to go through that as a 55 year old <laughs> um like Essentially, the plan is is to go back to school. I thought about either doing like IT or even going back to school for beauty, which is like um, like either like doing lashes or doing like facials, like skincare type of thing. Because I love taking care of my skin, um, and a lot of people always compliment me, like, "Oh my god, T, like, how do you keep your skin so clear?" Blah 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 blah. And like one of my friends that or. One of my ex-co-workers that I used to work with when I lived in Washington, she went to school for cosmetology, which and she does lashes now. She got me into that. And who doesn't like clear skin for one? Like everybody wants clear skin. I think that'd be like a really cool industry to get into. And also the money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So what what is uh, T's skincare routine? Honestly, this is the simplest skincare routine is I don't know how to pronounce the product, but it's literally just having a face wash and a moisturizer and drink a lot of water and also eat good food and you'll be golden. Like I used to put like a bunch of like toner on my face, like certain serums and creams and everything like that. And like, I didn't really notice like a difference in like my face. Like I still had like some scarring and still had like some acne come through but like and also it's just a like a waste of money in my opinion again everybody's skin is different but literally just those two products just in general one saves you a lot of money and also just saves you time but those are pretty much only two products i use um i can't think of the name it starts with a c sir 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 uh cerebi okay yeah so those are the only two products that i really use so how'd you get into like working out and lifting weights? I mean, um, like I've said before, I've always been in, I've always been active and obviously broken heart, you know what I'm saying? I've had some broken hearts in the, in the past. Uh, that's definitely helped me a lot with gaining more self-esteem and also just giving back to myself as well. And 
I think it's it's my let's get a little bit personal just a little bit. I think that one of the main reasons why I enjoy um lifting so much, especially heavy weight, is being able to uh, remind myself how strong I am, not just only, you know, obviously mentally, but also physically too, because there was a certain point in my life where I dropped 30 pounds because of a lot of stress and anxiety within a few months. And I was very, very thin. All I can really tell myself is that 15 year old T would be very proud of you of where you are now with your, uh, with your health. And also just being at a very low point in my life, uh, I wouldn't say like it's a revenge type of thing with somebody in my past, um, making me feel small, but I feel like that's definitely part of it too. Uh, uh, for the record, I'm going to say fuck people like that. And then also <laughs> yes. I want to say, um, for everybody listening, if you're going through something like, again, it's different for everybody, but I think the most simplest thing would be try to find something that like makes you happy whether it be something so small something so minuscule that doesn't even seem like it's big like it could be honestly it could be laying in bed and watching a movie like it could be something like that like you know like Mm -hmm. try to find something that can make you happy whether it's coloring or working out or something that makes you feel good about yourself as well you know like Mm -hmm. yep self-love is very very important oh yes and also i'd say um how do i put it? it if if you're not getting love from somebody that like a significant other or whatever it may be, just cut them off before, you know, just, just cut them off Mm -hmm. and show yourself self-love. Even if you have to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Like there's nothing wrong with that, bro. Like real shit. Like, yeah, that's what I want to say. I'm straight to the listeners. Um, so bro, I seen, I seen a tweet from you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna read it for you. It says, I don't care what your fitness goals are, but make sure you do cardio. You don't know when a zombie apocalypse is happening. So yep. I say that to ask, like, what is the game plan for T if a, like, if a zombie apocalypse pops off? Like, what's the first thing you're doing, bro? Um, oof. First thing I'm doing is... Like, realistically, run. like, real shit. Right. Um, definitely try my best to board up all the windows as much as I can. Um, to... Making sure that I collect as much water as possible. I don't care if I put it in like as many as many containers I can find. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put water in those. Um, three, making sure that hmm, I would probably say like try my best to rush down to there's there's a target near me and either try to rush down to either Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart because they got a whole bunch of weapons there. That's all I got to say. And like cell phone, I can't really have a cell phone at that time because, well, I'm just trying to think what I could use my, what's that thing called? Um... A portable uh, charger. I'm trying to think, like, what what in a park in a zombie apocalypse? What could you use a portable charger for? If anything, I'll, well, regardless, I'll probably like charge, like, try my best to just charge everything that I can in a certain amount of time before everything goes out. And 
just make sure that I'm strapped up. That's about it. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. This may sound like super like kind of fucked up, but I think the first thing I do, like if a zombie apocalypse popped off, because like so my nana, she has she's she's diabetic, right? So I mm-hmm. think the first thing I do is like probably go to like Target or like any pharmacy and try to steal as much like medicine that she needs. You know what I'm saying? Like right because. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are like diabetic, they need, you know, they need medicine or they're going to, you know, get sick, right. and, you know? So I think that's mm-hmm. the first thing I'd probably do. And I'm going to lie. For sure. Like, absolutely. Yeah. That may sound kind of mean, but like, I mean, Hey, like, yeah, do what you got to do, man. Like, so, okay. I don't want to get too deep into the zombie thing, but so like, what do you think was, would be like the perfect, like base, like for a zombie apocalypse, like perfect <sighs> home, like You've seen uh, The Last of Us, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like Bill and Frank's house. You've seen that episode, right? No, I have not. Oh, it's... oh my God. Have I? I don't, I don't think so. What episode is that? Uh, three. Uh, no, yeah, no. I've seen like the first episode. Oh, no. You it's need okay. to watch okay. it. You need to watch it. I promise you, this is like the best series that they've like any series like this tops any series right now like oh my gosh you need to watch it it's that good it is so good you think yes yes it's so fucking good one of the best series right now really yes so okay so are you are you into euphoria that's what i've been i fuck with euphoria tough i i have not seen an episode of it no to me that's like the best oh you said you can you have to Mm -hmm. watch that bro it's it's amazing that's like my go-to series right now i ain't gonna lie Mm-hmm. Okay. And but, I've heard a lot of things about like all they do is like all you see is a bunch of dicks and a bunch of <laughs> they're doing a bunch of cocaine and blah 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 blah. I'm like, well, the dick part sounds cool. I don't mind that. But <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> but I mean, like that's that's what I hear. But I heard it's really good. And plus, who doesn't like Zendaya? Like, come on. Yeah, I, I'd say it can get there. But there's some episodes that are like kind of. You know, laid back, kind of, but it could get right. pretty dark too, though. Like it, it gets yeah. really bad, but it's a really good show. Um, I'm gonna lie, the a perfect base for me would probably be like, probably an abandoned mall. Like try to clean True. that up and get everybody out. You know what I'm saying? Have a big mm-hmm. group of people cleaning that shit out. Damn um, a mall! Oof, that's a that's a damn. That's a big uh area to cover. Oof. Man, I'm gonna lie. Like, what do um. How do I put this? I feel like the odds of like an infection like zombifying people, I feel like the odds are going higher like in real life type shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, obviously you've seen the beginning of The Last of Us and like them explaining it. It was like reliving COVID again. I was just like, like it was like them explaining how it it started and then like, you know, or like what it is. Like it literally felt like we already lived through this because of how bad it got during COVID. And plus they're always making some kind of weird shit in, in um yeah. in the labs or whatever. They're always there there's always something weird going on in the labs. Yeah. Um you you don't know what the hell's gonna happen, or even like nuclear warfare, like like and have a fallout. And the chances of that is definitely getting higher and higher for sure i completely agree <laughs> and it's quite scary actually but at the same time i wouldn't mind it happening because of to be honest this world is really shitty it's a really shitty world you know yeah. maybe thanos was right <laughs> you know 
Like, oh man. Yeah, it's a lot of um. How do I word this? A lot of disgusting behavior that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, without getting too deep into that, uh, what what zombies would you rather prefer? Like fast and dumb, or slow and smart? Ooh. Mm. I mean, like I feel like slow. Oh, that's a hard one. Cause slow and smart, you can get away fast enough. But also, if. Because, like, when I think slow and fast, I kind of think of clickers from The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. But also dumb. I'm sorry. Slow. Slow and smart. I'm sorry. Slow and smart. I think of, like, clickers in The Last of Us. And dumb and fast. I think, obviously, the infected. Because, like, those infected, those those motherfuckers can run. <laughs> so, <laughs> those those things can run. So I think personally, like slow and smart, because at least you have time to get away. And like, if you need to like reload or something or whatever the fuck, you can easily reload and do what you got to do. Yeah. The only thing about like slow and smart that kind of creeps me out, like, what if they set up a trap for you type shit? Like... Oh, you mean smart like that? Oh man, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Have you seen I Am Legend? Have you seen that? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, like smart, like like those infected were pretty smart. Like they set up a trap for his ass, bro. So true. I don't know. True. That's that's kind of scary. Hmm. But to get back into like um, you working out? Do you have like a goal right now? Like. Um, right now, just I would like to compete in powerlifting competitions. I've thought about doing like bodybuilding competitions where they go up on stage and like you know, um, and pose. I thought about it, but then my best friend who's uh, who does that, her name is V. She there's a lot of money that goes into like just trying to compete, and I was like kind of thinking about it, like you know, I don't think that'd be a good idea um, for me personally, especially with. You know, going well for one, trying to save it for a house, and also to um, going to conventions. I mean, I'm gonna need money for that, especially like DreamCon and also uh, TwitchCon as well. And as much as it is really cool to see like their physique and everything, but at the same time, like seeing my best friend go through what she went through like low-key mentally i could not do that so essentially the biggest goal for me right now is to compete in piloting competitions and just be able to lift heavy because i think that's absolutely badass and it's very sexy and it's amazing so okay have you entered any powerlifting competitions yet or no no not yet i want to be able to probably hit um th- uh like 300 uh the range of 300 uh for my lifts um excluding bench because <laughs> lifting or pushing 300 for bench would be absolutely insane uh, especially for a woman which is which would be absolutely amazing um but i think like once i start hitting um 300 for deadlifts and also and also squat i would definitely start considering it um obviously everybody's weight class is going to be different but me personally i think being able to hit 300 would kind of make me like okay so going into like the powerlifting thing is it like is there 
is there like a pay to enter type thing or i believe there is some type of like pay to enter because they have to you know um obviously pay whoever wins for the uh competition just in general i'm pretty sure there is some kind of like pay to enter type of thing just like with anything else in this world um i'm not too sure like what the fee is again i haven't looked too much into it but i'm sure that there is one thing I always wanted to do, like, if money, like, wasn't a problem, I always wanted to, like, compete in, like, checkers competitions. Like, mm-hmm. I was always interested in checkers, but they're always, like, in Europe or, like, you know, somewhere crazy. Like, right. you have to travel. Um, I mean, you could do it on Twitch. That's a thing. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, they have, um, you can stream, like, playing, like, chess or, like, checkers on Twitch, and they do, like, um, tourneys and stuff. Actually? Yeah. It's a, it's a whole category, yeah. What? So is this like a digital thing or? Yeah, it's like digital. Um, let me look. Yes. Yo, no way. T just put me onto some <laughs> shit, bro. What? Yeah, they really have a whole category for chess. Well, is it is it checkers or like chess? Because I suck at chess. No, is it not the same thing? <laughs> not, I don't know. Chess is a little more like you know what I'm saying. Advanced. Let me see checkers. Let me see. No, only chess looks God. like. Okay, I'm, that's so cool. I'm have to check that out. That's actually pretty cool. Um, what made you want to like record like your workout journey? Journey like was it to inspire people or? Like, to inspire, was... yeah. Really, the biggest thing was just really to inspire people. Um, and also inspiring people that. And also have a healthy lifestyle um, because I really feel like a lot of people, um, they they don't take serious their their health serious. They people really don't. Um, they're lazy. People are fucking lazy. I'm gonna say that right here, right now. People are fucking lazy, and they expect the hard or the uh, the easy or the all the like the work to be easy. So they find they try to find cheat codes. They want to get BBLs. They want to get fat burners. They want to you know, like, they try to take the easy route. Um, and I want to be able to inspire people like, yeah, this is hard work, but also this will also teach you a lot of different things about yourself and also teach you about discipline. And that's like the biggest thing that people lack is discipline. And I want to be able to teach people like, if you, if I can do this, you can do this. Also, like, I just love working out just in general in general and I was kind of thinking about it like really my for you page on TikTok is just you know people just working out you know posting gym content and I was like you know what I'm gonna start doing this and um it's been a great journey ever since it's kind of it's 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 on the rise it's pretty slow um but I definitely gained a lot of traction from Instagram and it's been a it's been a cool journey honestly just like seeing so many people like even like in my Twitch streams um, my DM saying like T like you motivate me all the time with your workouts. Like it's honestly honest it's honestly really cool to see. Like thank you. And people always I get messages people saying like always look, look always look forward to, uh, to your gym content and, or just like content just in general. And that's such a heartwarming feeling, especially when you doubt yourself a lot. And that's something that I do and that's something that I'm working on. But it's really hard when you have your own business. But when you receive messages that touch you a different way like that inspires you to keep going 
And, and I absolutely love working out, like, and just seeing people be inspired by, by me. And it's honestly just a great feeling overall. What, what is like your diet? Like, are you like vegan, pescatarian or? Oh, I'm a garbage disposal. I'll eat anything. So. <laughs> um, like right, right now I'm, I'm in my cuts. I was bulking, um, during the holiday season. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I've been, I have not been doing my best with this cut. I've been kind of slacking at the gym. Um, these past two weeks, I didn't go out at all last week because I don't know, like sometimes you just need a break. Uh, and that's completely a-okay. Sometimes you need a break from your hobbies in order to get inspired again, which is completely a-okay to take breaks. I don't, know, I don't know what happened this week. Um, I went twice this week. Um, usually Wednesdays are my rest days, so like taking like a a day off, like between my my split. And then I went to go to a dance class on Thursday, and then I was supposed to go Friday, but I had a migraine, so it was kind of like, okay, well, you only went twice this week, T, and that's okay, you know. But, um, and it's okay to like to get off track sometimes. We're all human. We're not robots, you know. It is what it is. But yeah, I usually like try my best to just like eat chicken, um, fish. Uh, I need to get more creative with with my meals, but we're gonna. We're, the best part about cooking and meal prepping is like just being able to learn throughout the, uh, just learning what to create with what you already have. You know, I literally made this oatmeal off off the top of my head. I was like, oh damn, I don't have any more brown sugar. Okay, well I have chocolate chips, I got some honey, and I have um, bananas. <laughs> there you go. You know, so I mean, it's it's really cool what you can do with food, and also it's like, if you like me personally, I don't like cooking. I absolutely hate cooking. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely helped me figure out how to cook, though, like coming up with ideas and everything like that. So it's it's definitely a huge journey. It's definitely a a which one? It's it's definitely hard, but it's worth it. Okay. Speaking of food, bro, I remember seeing a tweet from you that said, um, who is keeping Del Taco in business? So, so you telling me the infamous legend of tea don't fuck with ta uh, Del Taco? The hell eats Del Taco? <laughs> like, that's even more whitewashed than Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I love Del Taco. I got Del Taco in the fridge, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Swear what? to God. I love Del Taco. It's amazing. What do you get from Del Taco? Like, what is, like, what is from Del Taco that's so good? Feel me, you gotta get the uh, what's that shit called? The uh, epic, the epic, what's it called? The epic guacamole burrito. It's like Beyond Meat. That shit is amazing. Oh my god. Okay, that actually sounds kind of fire. Is that? I'm not gonna lie. The little cheesecake bites. Oh my, those are delicious. They have cheesecake bites. Mm-hmm. And then for for the drink, you gotta get the uh. There's this new shit that they have. It's like a shake. It's like an orange cream shake. Like basically Ooh. like the. The orange ice cream, like basically that. But I must sweat for orange cream. Oh yes, <laughs> bro, that shit's fire, bro. I'm telling oh you. Oh my god! All right, maybe maybe I'll try it. Okay, I'll try it. So I'm gonna you, try it. When you first went, what did you get? I haven't touched El Taco. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, like, because no you got, because you got talk, because you got authentic food, then you got Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. Then you got Del Taco. What makes you think I'm going to get Del Taco if I can have Authentic or Taco Bell? <laughs> you know, like, obviously, if it's in your area, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But if those other two options are around, I'm going to go to them, too. <laughs> All 
Okay, so what's like your go-to like fast food fast food spot? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some hate for this, but I'm gonna give a damn. Um, there's a little In and Out right around. Uh, I love In and Out. I don't care what anybody says. That shit is bomb. <laughs> Do you have like let's say like two more? Okay, In and Out, um, Chick Fil A, and what's another fast food restaurant? Hmm. Damn, I don't really eat out that much when I think about it. Um, or usually, like, if I do eat out, it's more like healthy food. Okay. Like, you know, salad and go, or, like, Chick-fil-A. Um, or, I guess, Mexican food, like, you know, authentic tacos, I guess you could say. Filibertos. <laughs> but uh, I don't, like, eat out a lot. Definitely, my my habits of eating have definitely changed since I started working out, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say definitely, like, in and out and um what was the other one i said fuck uh in and out and chick-fil-a okay yeah my top three i'm a you know an unhealthy bastard i'd have to say in and out i love in and out in and out mm-hmm. chipotle and del taco top three mm, have okay. you been have you been to italy have you been there like the this uh the country no no it, it's a really re- it's a uh italian restaurant called italy in LA. Oh, Italy. No, yeah. I have it. No. That sounds cute though. I would love you, to go. You should it's amazing. You should go. It's like super healthy Italian food. Everything's organic, mm. fresh. They have a store in there, which is pretty dope. You should go. It's a pretty cool restaurant. Oh hell yeah. Um, what do you think is like I hope I didn't already ask you this, but what is like the coolest part of working out? Uh just seeing progress, honestly. Um seeing progress over time and realizing that you're getting stronger and also just have it's just having that mental clarity because there'll be times where like i'm just so overwhelmed with work um i'm just overwhelmed overwhelmed with anything and i go there for like an hour or two and then i just feel like a whole different person like and the reason why i can't stress this enough a little bit off topic but i can't stress this enough like I guarantee the biggest thing when it comes to people having like all these problems is because they're not getting the proper exercise that they need. Even if it's doing just a 20 minute walk, like that clarity, that mental clarity is real and it's so helpful. Um, And like there's literally scientific studies that working out helps mental health and like obviously i understand that working out isn't for everybody but also there's different things that you can do um than just like lifting weights whether if it's yoga whether if it's just you know um uh, taking zumba classes whatever that like that is like that can help you tremendously and so like definitely mental clarity is like a huge one for me when it comes to just like working out too yeah i even say like um like you said yoga zumba or just like stretching for maybe mm-hmm. 15 minutes, you know, like, and I feel like there's needs to be more because st- I feel like I feel like there needs to be more study into like stretching because I don't know if you ever noticed, but like when a baby wakes up, they always stretch like like they're getting ready for the day type shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That interests me for some reason, like how they just know to stretch like they just know, like, OK, I need to stretch and get ready for the day. I don't know. It's so odd to me. I think there needs to be more research into that. Are you saying like that big stretch that you do in the morning? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, basically. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, 
I think I think there are a lot of people that do stretch in the mornings. It's just people are lazy and even yeah. I'm lazy and I don't want to stretch in the morning because I want to stay in my bed <laughs> before I have to go to work type shit. Um, so I'm guilty of that, but I definitely agree with you for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big like psychology guy because I want to go to school for well, I'm gonna start school later this year to uh, for psychology. Oh, congrats. Thank you. And uh, I want to, I don't know, I just think that there needs to be more research into what stretching does for the brain. Mm -hmm. I don't know, because you're literally getting ready for the day type shit. Like, right. what that does, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, I think there should be a study on that. I agree. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing a tweet from you that said, um, mind you, I probably brung up a lot of your tweets in this interview. No, that's you're how, fine. That's how that's I great. do my research, you feel that's me? That's so funny. Yeah, that's great. I remember seeing a tweet that said, um, listening to edm slash rock music at the gym makes me feel like an absolute god so <laughs> i said to ask like what what type of music was being played around t when she was a kid always like when i was a kid it was always hip-hop rap um r&b especially um those were the major genres um and you know especially like especially um just like with my mom's background she's she's from new york so she you know how people are from New York. Mm -hmm. And then my dad being from Mississippi and he's also black. So, you know, he got that soul and yeah, you know what I'm saying? He got that soul. Yeah. Um, and just having that, um, the rhythm, especially as a dancer, it's, it's it, like, I know, I feel like there's a question about EDM that's coming up. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's, uh, but yeah, that's kind of like the the type of the the music that would grow up around. Um, it's just hip hop, um, rap, and also R and B. So just something that you could like dance to and just like bob your head to type of thing. So yeah. Okay. Do you have like a top five artists? Just your okay. favorite. Um. What genre? It doesn't matter. You mean genre? Um. So right now, I have to probably say Smino. Um, black, man, um, Smino Black for sure, and, uh, Blast, was that three, four? Uh, three. Three? Okay. Um, this is such a hard question. I'm, like, looking at, like, my, my Spotify right now to get, like, an idea. <laughs> There's just so many. I would have to, uh, I would have to say Beyonce and j cole or okay. kenny kendrick lamar okay i'm a lot i've been listening to a lot of old music but i don't i don't know i can't really get into like the i don't like the new music this this whole rap trend that's going on right now is fucking garbage man that shit there's no substance you feel me it's just whatever comes out your brain whatever comes out your. they don't even think i don't think they use their brain to be honest they just talk like Right. And just like, I like that music, like, I don't even know like how to explain it, but this whole thing with like, I feel like there's like a new rapper that comes out like on Twitter every week, which is cool. Like I'm happy for them. Like awesome. Like, you know, congratulations to your success, but just having everybody sound the fucking same, the same melody, the same rhythm, the same beats. It's just like, okay, like, all right. You know, like back in the day, like everything, everybody sounded different. You know, or just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, I could be wrong about that statement, but 
It's just like everybody just sounds the same nowadays. Everybody wants to be a drill rapper, you know, and they just all sound the same. Yeah, real shit. I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, my top five is probably, uh, I really fucked with River Phoenix music, even though he didn't make a lot of music, but River Phoenix, I love Amy Winehouse, I love mm-hmm. Lauren Hill, um, mm-hmm. The Weeknd, oh, I fucking love The Weeknd, mm-hmm. um, probably Michael Jackson or like Post Malone, probably, I love Post Malone too. Oh, hell yeah. That's like probably my top five. So you were talking about how you basically listen to rap, R&B, EDM. Mm-hmm. So do you have like a favorite genre? Can you choose one or no? Right now, I've been really rocking with a lot of R&B recently. Um, I currently have a playlist that has like over 400 songs <laughs> with R&B in it. Like, yeah. especially since I don't know what it is, but the type of music that you listen to is also... The energy that you are surrounding yourself with which is like really important to me mm-hmm. um i'm not judging anybody about okay i will judge somebody if you are li- if you listen to country i am judging you i'm sorry but country is the worst genre <laughs> to ever exist but besides that like i'm not judging anybody for like what they listen to because what you listen to is also like what you're putting out to the world too because of the energy that comes with that music yeah. you know if you're constantly listening to like screamo and like you know like i i do like some rock and some metal and some screamo only for a certain amount of time um but if you're constantly listening to that and you wonder why like you're constantly negative and blah 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 and a b c and d it's just kind of like okay well do you realize what type of energy that you're surrounding yourself with again i'm not judging that's what you just what you listen to whatever and like for me like i like hypey stuff you know like as a dancer like i like being able to just groove you know what i mean mm-hmm. and especially like r&b like how i was saying about energy like r&b is such like a um a lovey yeah. good feeling like you're kind of in your feels type of thing and just like smooth and like you're just grooving and just like what's the word i want to use I want to. I don't want to say. Oh my God! I'm in my soft girl era, but like that's that's not what I'm trying to say. But yeah. somehow correlating to that term, like I'm just like in a calm state. That's what it is. A calm state, you know. And it just feels good, you know. Yeah, going back to what you said about the energy thing, like I remember reading an article somewhere that said, um, basically, your brain may not be able to comprehend that the words that you're listening to from music are coming from somebody else. Like it just hears the words. So mm-hmm. it may think that it's coming from you. Like if, like if you hear somebody rapping about murder, murder, kill, kill, or how they do murders or whatever, you're, mm-hmm. that's what your brain is hearing. Like it just hears right. I, me, I, I. So you got to be careful mm-hmm. what you listen to. Like that's what I think as I get older, my favorite genres probably, I don't like classical music. Like there's no words. It's just, Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the instrument. It's beautiful to me. I love classical music. Um, yeah. Classical. Like, I remember... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go, go, go. Um, so, I remember hearing... If Have you watched Stranger Things? Uh, a little bit. Up to season three. Oh, okay. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm not really... I'm, it's not really a spoil... It's like a spoiler, but it's kind of something that really stuck with me when I heard this. 
is that they somewhere within the season they had mentioned that music hits the brain different like it hits the brain in a certain area of your brain that regular words just can't reach to and that kind of like stuck with me i don't know why and i started listening to music differently when i when i when i heard that saying or like that quote and i think it's just because of like it made me really realize that that's the reason uh, why I hear music differently than just a regular ear also is because I'm a dancer. I used to play instruments and I hear certain beats that aren't there. And I know that sounds really weird, but when you're that musically inclined with music, like you hear it differently than just the average ear. And um, I don't know why that like that just really stuck to me because music, I love music so very much and i've been appreciating music more ever since i heard that i don't know why but <laughs> yeah i think um i forgot who spoke up on it but like um certain beats have like certain frequencies attached to them and stuff like yes. that so mm -hmm. i think that's what you're kind of getting at too like yeah you just got to be careful what you know type of music you're listening to and you know i'm at fault for that because i love the weekend and he talks about a lot of sad shit but i just mm -hmm. love his voice Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You're, you're making me think now, bruh. <laughs> like, real shit. You're oh, making yeah. me think. I love that. This, I don't know. This shit is, yeah, wow. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, seeing a montage of you, like, dancing. So, how did you get into dancing? Like, did you, you took lessons as a kid or? No, I'm, um, I mean, I remember taking ballet class when I was like in kindergarten, but that was so fucking long ago. <laughs> but everything is just natural, like just like just hitting certain beats and just like, obviously, you know, watching YouTube and like learning how to do certain things, whatever. Um, but I never took like a like dance classes like as a kid when I was in high school, I started, you know, they had um, like uh dance classes for like you know extracurricular stuff or whatever mm -hmm. um and then also i was on the dance team so i took so they had like contemporary like dance classes and like jazz classes and stuff but i've always like had the rhythm in me and just just groove and just have the music just take me um because how i like to see it and a whole lot of other dancers like to see it is dancers are just it's just like music but alive if that makes sense so um i just i don't know it's just it just comes with me and it just just go like it just takes me you know what i mean so when you say like the music just comes alive do you mean like dancers are like a vessel for music or yes yeah so like it's just like another way for the music to just like physically tell a story essentially that's what dancers are for damn you think about this shit pretty deep you think about it pretty deep that's crazy so have you seen a movie um Suspiria have you seen that no I have not I'm not a movie person I'm sorry really yeah so you're more into shows basically I'm definitely more into shows because of the detail and also I would much rather play video games than watch a movie to be honest <laughs> okay well, are you into like horror shows or no? No, I can't do horror movies or horror shows. I get anxious. Okay, okay. I, never mind. I feel what you're saying. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that kind of goes into 
bro, I remember my aunt, she was telling me like, because I'm big and I love horror and I'm big into horror movies. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how basically, basically what you were saying, like you have to be careful what you open yourself up to. Like mm-hmm. if it comes to music or movies, what you see on the screen, especially right. on the screen, because you could be opening yourself up to that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that mm-hmm. kind of goes back into what you're saying. That's interesting. Um, will we ever see like choreographer T in the future? Oh yeah, um, maybe not um, choreography, uh, but just like dance videos because I do want to get back into it. Especially, um, I went to a dance class on Thursday this past week, and it just felt so good because I haven't taken a dance class in years, and it's just so hard to find time to do to dance because. Like you're either at work, I'm either at work, I'm at home streaming, making content and editing, or I'm at the gym dancing, or I'm sleeping. You know, so it's like people always say, "Well, if you have, uh, if you have the passion for it, you have that, like, find time for it." I'm like, "Can you shut the fuck up? Like, I'm already busy. Like, I, like, I'm already drained as it is. Like, can you not tell me that? Thank you. And I can't stand people who say that that don't know my lifestyle and and how I live." Mm-hmm. But I do want to, like, get back into it for sure. Even if it's just, like, taking a dance class. Like, I told myself at the beginning of the year that I want to take a dance class at least once a month um, to just to get back to my roots because dance is such a self-expression. And, like, it's, like, I don't know how to, like, really word it, but when you dance to a certain song and you're feeling some type of way, oh, my God, that's just, like it's i don't know even i don't even know how to explain it i just got goosebumps (laughs) but it's just like when you're like in your feels and you're and you want to like dance to a song that's kind of like slow like you just all your emotions just come out in dance form and that's like the most beautiful thing and i absolutely adore it or even if you're just hype like you're having a good day you want to like you know just just you know go crazy to a song and just Oh, yeah, just go crazy. Like, that's also just another way of, of self-expression of emotion yeah. and, and like, physical form. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to uh, like this interview. You are very, like, very interesting person, like, the way you think, bro. This is oh, it's pretty, thank you. It's pretty interesting. Another Thanks. person who I just I just had on, I haven't released it. I'm going to release his interview before I mm-hmm. do yours. Another person that's, like, super interesting. Uh, do you remember the toy Bop It? Yeah. I had him on recently, and the way he thinks, bro, is like, it doesn't even feel like an inventor. It feels like, I don't know, like a scientist, the way he breaks shit down. It's mm-hmm. super interesting. But Oh, yeah. Going back to, like, um, how do I put it? Like, taking lessons and stuff like that. I would love to learn how to dance. I would love to learn how to sing. Mm-hmm. I would love to learn how to paint. Like, a, what's that guy's name? Uh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. <laughs> bro, he's amazing, bro. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you would like to learn how to do? Um, there was something I can't remember what it was. Uh, probably not that important, but I don't know. Uh, I don't think really, cause. Hmm. Mm. It could be anything. I guess, like I always said before, like get into cars. I think that'd be cool. Um. I cannot think of anything. I think that that's like the only thing I could really think of is that it's just like learning about cars or I think that's the only thing, honestly. Okay. I seen a tweet from you that said you just witnessed your first bar fight. Could you elaborate oh, on that? 
Yeah, it was at TwitchCon. Um, I I remember coming out of this bar. It was called Happy Happy Days, Happy Does, or something like that in uh in San Diego. Um, I don't go out a lot. I really don't. Um, I go out maybe once in a few months because one, I'd rather save money and just drink at home or not drink at all. And for one, who wants to get ready sometimes and go out and have an interact with people? You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't see a lot of bar fights happening. And then I don't know what happened. I remember just like walking out of the bathroom and I just see drinks starting to fly everywhere. I just see just people like these two guys just like going at it. And like, I think two of them were actually like streamers. I don't know what was said or anything oh. like that, but it was, it was quite interesting because you always wonder like what the fuck was said for it to like escalate that badly. Like, you know what I mean? And, and obviously, you know, when you're drunk or when you're drinking, you get that extra confidence, especially as a man. <laughs> so, um, it was kind of like scary at, at first because like, what if like a drink hits my face, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was very interesting to say for it to, I don't know. It was, it was very interesting. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, how many tattoos do you have? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven. Are you planning on getting any more? Oh fuck yeah! I want my legs tatted. I want my sternum tatted. I want my other arm done. My left arm done. Yeah, I, I pretty much. I pretty much want to be, um, just tatted all over. Um, obviously, like you know, not my stomach or anything. But I don't know. I just think that like tattoos are such like, it's just like painting like a canvas. You're painting your body. And also like for me, like tattoos have to have some sort of meaning, meaning uh, to it uh, for me mm-hmm. in order for me to get it on my body. And I don't know. They're just, they're just really beautiful. And also just, it's te- it tells a story about you and like what you've been through as well. But just in pictures, and I absolutely love it. What do you think is your uh, currently your favorite tattoo that you have on you? Um, I would probably have to say so. I have a butterfly with a dagger going through it, or like behind it, and I got that one after I moved back to Arizona in 2021 after a breakup. Um, because why be sad? We can get a tattoo. You know what I mean? Facts. <laughs> I think that that's my favorite piece is because what it resembles to me is even after betrayal, you still come out beautiful, you know, and that's what the, so the, obviously the dagger stands for betrayal and then the butterfly stands for beauty or like being beautiful and like transformation. So every time like I go through like hardship, like I kind of look at it and I remember my, and I remember that change is beautiful. So. Wow. (laughs) That was a lovely story you just said there. Thank so you. can you can you describe to the people what is um I seen this in one of your old videos. What is a bunny board? Bunny Do you remember board. that? Yeah. Um oh man, that was that was before when I moved to Washington. Oh my god, that was a little baby tea. Um the bunny board was just like a little subboard where I re- I would write, you know, people's name on a board if they subscribed or they um you know, gay bits or anything like that, just to like, you know, show love or something like that. I do want to do something like that again for like a subathon, but like do balloons or something. Mm-hmm. I think I think that'd be like really fun to do. So what happened to the bunny board? How come? Uh, why'd you stop? 
Because I started seeing kind of like a bad rep about like putting people's name on a board. I don't know if you've seen the video of Ninja like arching his back and be like, oh my God, let me put you on the board. And then like walking towards the board to make it and also like sticking his ass out. Yeah, it's it was just like a meme. Like, cause a lot of, um, uh, like there, like there are girls um, that do that and they, you know, walk a certain way to the board to write the person's name on the board and Ninja was like making fun of it or like memeing it. So then ever since I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop doing that because <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to just make it seem like that at all, but I don't know. To me, it was kind of funny, but and I don't know. I, th- I like the the balloon idea though. I think that's kind of cute. <laughs> what the fuck? I've never seen this Ninja. I'm about to look this shit up. I've never, really? You've yeah, never seen I've that? I've never seen that, man. What the hell? So let Ninja. me put you on the board. I've never seen that. Yo, what? What the fuck? Ninja has like a lot of funny sounding, funny looking clips. So this next question, I don't even... By the way, we're basically almost done with the interview. Yeah. Um, this next one, it's not even really um a question. I have it written down as cup of tea montage. That's all I have it written down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. How come, how come you didn't keep uh, pursuing that? I don't know, like, um, just like over time, especially after, well, I did like one last montage. It was during, it was the end of MW19. That was like my last like snipey montage. And like, I think the reason for that was because I doubted myself a lot when I came to like going for sniping clips and I thought I was just a really bad player. Because I didn't hit a lot of good clips. Like, my best clip ever was a 5 on times 2 on Seaside on BO4 with the Paladin. <laughs> um, and that clip blew the fuck up a few years ago. And, like, I never hit, like, you know, hit anything, like, cool or, or anything like that. So it was kind of like, okay, well, if I can't hit anything cool, what's the point of me continuing, you know, doing montages and stuff? Like, you know, I'm not hitting consistently. <clears throat> so what's the point? Even though I thoroughly enjoyed sniping like so very much and also just knowing how standards, the standards are and were for sniping, I was kind of like, yeah, maybe I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> so um, that's kind of the reason why I stopped, but I'm kind of glad that I stopped just because of like how weird people are and the sniping community can be. And that's the kind of energy that I don't want. And that's why I kind of just moved on onto Warzone. So. Do you have like um, I don't know, like a top five snipers? Oh gosh, I feel like that's I can't even like answer almost, that question. Almost impossible, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Well, it's more the fact of like since I didn't play older CODs, like my list would be like definitely an L to a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess um, <clears throat> I barely remember some of the snipers from the past or from the past few CODs. But probably the Springfield from World War Two. I'm trying to think. I didn't snipe a whole. Uh, and then the Paladin, and then the Locust, and then probably the AX50. And what was one of the snipers in Cold War? I can't think of like any snipers from Cold War. Oh, the Tundra, that's what it's called. Oh, 
Do I like the tundra? I don't know if I like the tundra or not. I'm just gonna say tundra. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what about like top five like, like snipers like players? Oh, players. Okay. Um, I I'm, I'm gonna say people who are really underrated because I think they deserve light in the scene um okay so i would have to say king staxi um that's literally my homie um obviously pomage you know and oh gosh i don't know that like a lot like that many people anymore um i would have to say my ex-boyfriend i'm I'm gonna give him major props papa rich like he he definitely knew what the fuck he was doing he was he was up there for sure um, he definitely did not get the recognition that he deserved. He put in a lot of work. Um, and what is that? Three? Oh, gosh. I can't even think of, like, any other, like, known snipers. I'm just going to go with those three. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, people are going to get mad at my list because, you know, I'm not naming that kid from, like, 2011 that was hitting crazy shit. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, like... I don't know. I'd say like testy. Yeah, testy. Mm-hmm. Scope. Um, depth V. Mm-hmm. This is like probably a, the most like just super um, obvious list probably. But uh, I think Zephy. I, I really love Zephy's clips too. Zephy. Um, Pomage and Rhyme. I think that's six people though. But mm-hmm. yeah, Pomage and Rhyme probably. Oh, that's a solid list. I like that's definitely. I... That's, de- that's a better list than mine. Shit. Hell yeah. I love that list. No, nah, but you were naming like underrated people though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the people you named, I didn't, I never even heard of other than Pomage, you know? Right. I don't know. I just like giving people like small people like the recognition because there are people out here that just get covered up by big names, which I understand why, but it's also like give these other small people like the recognition that they put in the work too, you know? How did you join uh, Northern Forces? Um, just as a streamer. Um, like I, they noticed, they liked my energy. They liked the streams that I put out. Um, they enjoyed, I, I guess, my personality and my ca- my character. And I was picked up within a month. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I remember you you were going for Soar back in like mm. 2019. What made you want to try to join Soar at that time? I don't know. It's just kind of like um, I feel like I saw my worth as a as a streamer and a content creator to be kind of at that level. But then I kind of like after a while, um, after a while, I did stop my grind for for sore because then I started to realize, oh, they really don't care what the fuck I'm putting out. Like they don't give two shits. They really don't. Um, and I kind of like started to realize that if they're not going to sit here and notice me, why the fuck would I still continue doing this when I could be putting more time into myself? And and I thought like I could be like, you know, I thought I was sore material. I, I truly thought I, I, I was. Um, but at the same time, like sometimes you got to take a different path um, in order to get to success regardless. And I'm still successful even without, you know, being on a certain team. Yeah, I was watching your uh, sore RC. It was oh, crazy. Oh no! <laughs> why did you? Why did you say oh no? I just like I just feel like just looking back at that, I could just 
I need to go private those videos. <laughs> no, no, don't private them. No, it's okay. But uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I remember you were saying that it was it was so crazy to look from your perspective. You were saying like Sora was like has always been the goal, and it's so interesting because a lot of people from this scene that were that was like doing gaming from the COD scene specifically, we look at like Phase as like the goal. You know what I'm saying? So it was mm -hmm. so interesting that you viewed Sora as the goal at that time. Right. Why Why do you think that was? I don't know. Um, I think just like at the time, um, trying to join a team like that culture was like really different. And also it was kind of like a. Um... I don't I really don't know. I think it was also just the people that I looked up to. And also I had some like good friends also that were in the team at the time. And I wanted to be a part of it. I thought I could achieve that goal, but it is what it is. I couldn't, and I just move on to the next thing I could achieve, and that's completely A-OK. -okay. okay. Because I remember, I think after that, you went for Obey, and you actually joined Obey. Yeah, so funny story is that, like, they offered me a spot on the team, but I was just so hell-bent on joining SOAR. I was so hell-bent. I was like, you know, I'm going to pass on this offer. Like, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and trying to get into SOAR. Um, and then I started to like really think about it. I'm like, why am I passing up this offer? If a team wants me now, why am I passing up this offer? Um, that could potentially even help me get even probably even further than sore. Um, so then I was kind of like, okay, well, let me like, and then they said like, you know, we did offer you a spot, but that offer is kind of gone now. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So I'm like, okay, let me just grind for the team. Just at least show, like, show some type of like dedication that I want to be on the team. So I did that, you know, got into the team maybe within like a month or two or something like that. Kind of went from there. And yeah, so it is what it is. Sometimes your path is just different and that's completely a-okay. Yeah, I've seen your, um, basically the video of you like explaining like when you joined SOAR, you were crying. I got emotional. I was like, oh, like, it was just cool that, like, you know, something that, how do I put it? Something that you put out there, you accomplished. I find, yeah. I really, I really like when people do that. Like, you mm -hmm. say what you want to do, you do it, and then you accomplish it. Like, it's, it's inspiring. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And plus, like, the, uh, I forgot who it was, but they were saying, like, a speech, like, a huge speech about you joining Obey. It was just super cool. Oh, yeah. My, uh, my friend, Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. So how'd you leave Obey? Was it to join Carnage or? Pretty much. Um, like the, one of the main reasons why I left Obey was because I really feel like my values within myself and my own brand did not match up with Obey at all. And I think that's one of the biggest thing, biggest things that people really need to take a step back and realize that and realize like, okay, why am I in this team and why am I doing this and why am I repping this team? Like, are we, are we complimentary to each other or is it just like totally one-sided? And I definitely felt like it was one-sided. Like I was repping the team, but they weren't doing anything for me. Um, I wanted to be part of a team or an organization that was Warzone base. And that's what Carnage is. It's, it's pretty much Warzone base, all duty base. And like, I love the fact how active they are. I love the fact how, like how much I play with people from Carnage and like play Warzone with them because like in Obey like I barely played with people that was in Obey like they were so focused on sniping and everything like that which is cool but at the same time it's like you're missing a huge opportunity here to 
expand your team but you're not doing that because why and it's, it was just like the most corniest thing that that they didn't do and they're missing they were missing that humongous growth so once i realized that my values were not being kept up with obey i was like okay well this is my time to leave because there's nothing here for me anymore okay that's real shit mm-hmm. so what's like the coolest part about being in carnage other than like playing with people and stuff um, I I just really appreciate the fact that like everybody is just always constantly like active and like people are always asking asking questions within group chats and everything like that to like learn more and also to get answers from, especially when it comes to like YouTube content. Um, I just love <clears throat> like the fact that because there are, like a lot of people nowadays, especially like teams and everything. There's most of the group chats. What I've heard is most of them are just dead. And then people are just there just to make themselves stay relevant. And a lot of people are not going to like when they when they hear that. But I'm going to sip my tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Tea sipping her tea, bro. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just like, I love, I just really adore the fact how much everybody just like, they're just so involved. Everybody's just like, like they have the same mindset there. They have a goal. And I love being around people like that. And... That's something I just that's something I really appreciate. Yeah, I could definitely see Carnage like being. I don't I don't know how to explain it. Car, I I guess I could just say Carnage is basically mixed up. Apollo's doing an amazing job at running it. I think mm-hmm. has Carnage been around since like twenty eighteen, right? Was it twenty eighteen or? No, Carnage's been lo- uh, around longer than that since MW three. Really? Yes. No way. What the mm-hmm. fuck? I think yeah. I probably start hearing about him in twenty eighteen. That's crazy right so this is like the last um question before i get into my 33 question segment of the podcast i seen a tweet from me that said i can't wait to get a house one day what does mm-hmm. t's dream house look like um either a four or five bedroom house with a pool and also a with no trees i don't want any landscaping in my besides like grass um one story i do not i don't want a two-story house and I want a grill that's like built into like the cement type of thing. Having like a fire pit outside. Um, but definitely like it's got to be a four or five bedroom house, period. Because I don't want anything less than that. Okay, but you said a one floor though, huh? Yep. Wow. I hate two stories. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Well, for one, like, I like going up and down the stairs. Like if I'm hungry... Do I really want to go up and down the goddamn stairs? Like, come on. Um, two, leg day. <laughs> I'm good off of that. Um, and three, like, if I plan on, you know, getting old in that house, what if I, like, fall or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? Real shit. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. I just don't like, I don't like two stories. And plus, they, they cost more anyway, Um, especially when it comes to, like, you know, keeping the, the, the house cool uh keeping the the house warm during the uh winter time you know it just costs more that way so i'd rather just have a one story okay and i'm assuming the huge backyard front yard too right yeah i would say like yeah definitely more of a bigger backyard for sure um so i have like dogs and also like my rabbits can go run around and stuff okay wait how many rabbits do you have um i have one right now but i want more in the future <laughs> okay so is there a certain breed of rabbit or 
Um, my rabbit is currently like she is a Rex uh, rabbit, so she has like a certain type of fur um, that's like different from other uh, breeds. Uh, she's a little bit. She's definitely bigger than your uh, average like bunny, but the the rabbit that I would absolutely love to have the breed is called a Continental Giant, and those things are huge. I'm talking like big as like a damn near a. Almost like a medium-sized dog. <laughs> oh, wow. What the heck? Yeah, so, like, my rabbit, she's a little bit bigger than a chihuahua. Yeah, damn, that's still pretty big. Right, yeah. So, I want to count that. Those things are humongous, and I would love one. I know. I always wanted, like, a pet squirrel type shit. I don't know why. A squirrel? Yeah. Maybe start. Maybe do, like, a raccoon. Okay, now, yeah, a raccoon, that's a little... Or a capybara? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Bruh. Nah, I think so I'll... cute. Yeah, no. You said a no? raccoon? Yeah, no. No. They look, yeah, no, they no. look scary raccoon. looking. For sure. <laughs> okay, so for everybody listening, I appreciate you guys for still listening. This is the very last segment of my podcast where I ask the guests 33 random questions and they have to answer it as quickly and as truthfully oh, as possible. Are you ready, T? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number one. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? A lion. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Who could you beat up in a fight? Daphne from Scooby-Doo or Meg from Family Guy? Meg. What's something you think people get wrong about you? Um, oh gosh. Um, that I'm mean. What esports org has the potential to be bigger than FaZe? Ooh... Hundred thieves. Ooh, that was a, that was a good answer. Without going into detail, do you have any regrets in twenty twenty three? Do I have any regrets so far? Yeah. Oh gosh. Without um, going into detail. Oh oh mm. uh oh man, that's a hard one. It's only two months in the year. <laughs> um uh, uh I don't have any yet. I don't have any yet. <laughs> okay, that's good. Would you rather be a PC or a console? Oh, PC, 100%. What do you love the most about life? The journey. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being amazing, how was your high school experience? I would say about a 6. What's your top three favorite shows at the moment? Uh, the Last of Us. Um, 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 um. <laughs> uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and probably um, 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 uh, uh, my hero. Okay. Hypothetically speaking, if you were in danger and could call any real or fictional person to save you, who are you calling? Goku. Does tea drink tea? Yes. What's something you're afraid of? Failure. If you could live anywhere outside of the country, where would you live? Italy. Who's somebody you always wanted to work with and why? Uh, Haley from FaZe. And why would you want to work with her? Um, to be honest, I've known her since I was actually a sophomore in high school and I think it'd be like really cool to like, I don't know, just to collab with her on certain aspects and Wait, did you mean like in the gaming scene or just like in general or like maybe like a certain brand or? Oh, in general. Um, 
Yeah, I think like, I don't know, just working with Kaylee would be pretty cool. And if it was like a brand, like a certain brand I want to work with, it would definitely be Gymshark. Okay. So what would the first like collab be with you and Kaylee? If you could have anything. Honestly, play like Warzone or something. I think it'd be like, I don't know. I don't want to sound like weird or anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. That's the only thing I can like really think of right now. Uh, maybe like possibly do. Ooh, maybe like cooking streams because I know she's been doing like a lot of experiments, uh, experimentations with like cooking and stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. Favorite food? Um, sushi. Favorite color? Pink. If you could go to Disneyland with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh. Oh. Um. I, my best friend, V. And. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> um. Probably my dad. One more person. Do you have another person? Oh. Um, my mom. Okay, that was a really wholesome answer. <laughs> um, Thank you. Skip abs or skip leg day? Oh fuck abs. <laughs> Laura Crofts, Laura Lola Bunny, or number five from Kids Next Door. Like, which one would I be? Just in general, like, what do you like the most? Badass, that's the thing. <laughs> um, oh man, I want to say probably number five. Favorite ghost energy flavor? Uh, cherry limeade. If you had a ghost energy flavor, what would it be called? <gasps> See, I don't want to say that because I don't want people stealing my ideas. Okay, we're skipping that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does T look for in a significant other? Ooh. All right. Okay. So hardworking, you have to be dedicated. Um, you have to work out. You have to work out in some type of way. I don't care if you go to the gym or just be active just in general. And that knows, um, that has goals and aspirations. And that's not clingy. Okay. What would you rather experience? Pain when you smile or pain when you cry? Pain when I cry. If you could play any game in its prime, what would it be? If I could, it'd be BO2. What's your favorite clothing brand? Gymshark. Who's someone who has been the most helpful when it comes to your grind as a content creator? Most help. My community. Would you rather be a glass bowl or a plastic bowl? A plastic bowl. If you were extremely wealthy, what would be the first thing you buy? A house. How many times do you eat a day? Oh, gosh. Uh, ooh, three on a good day. Once on a average day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember one of the first YouTube videos you watched? No. <laughs> the very last question. Hypothetically speaking, if you were born in the Salem witch trials, do you think people will consider you a witch? Yes, because I'm black. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was about to say, bruh. I feel like people would probably consider me a warlock or some shit. Literally, <laughs> that was such a crazy time, bro. Like you could literally be mad at somebody for like leaving you, and you could just say they're a witch. Like, yep. so stupid, mm -hmm. bro. It makes no sense.
Yep, well, absolutely. But that is the end of the uh, podcast. Did you like the 33 questions? Did you like that or? Yeah, that was that was really cool. I love those questions. That's great. Yeah, um, I started to add that to my podcast because I feel like the most random questions could tell you a lot about a person's brain and how they think, you know? Oh, absolutely. I agree. So that's why even though there may be random, but it's like it tells you a lot about a person. Mm -hmm. um, so for everybody listening, I hope you enjoyed this podcast with T. Um, T, is there anything you want to tell to tell to the people? Um, all I have to say is if you're going through a hard time, just know it gets better and good karma will always come through. You know, it's crazy before I actually end this mm -hmm. podcast, I want to send you something and I want to put okay. this at the end. I'm probably going to put your audio in it if I can. Mm -hmm. Um, what is the first thing that pops up when you see this video? I'm going to send it through Twitter. Okay. Okay. Okay, what do you think about when you see this video? I just sent it. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what do I think about when I see that video? I think about talking to my 13-year-old self and um, reminding myself to keep going because when I was 13, I've always wanted to be a content creator. And I feel like that was my, that was making sure that 13 year old T um, would be proud of me, you know, and just reassuring that I'm on the right path. And my path might be longer than somebody else's, but that's completely a-okay. Um, because I might be doing things differently that might even give me more success in the future than what other people are doing, which is completely okay. Um, and just to remind myself to keep going because it gets better. For everybody listening, I'm going to play T's audio so you guys can listen to it. Um, yeah, this was a really, really cool episode. I really enjoyed this episode. T is the first girl to come on the podcast. So this really means a lot to me. It's really, really cool. I've been following her since like maybe 2020 2021 so it's cool to see mm -hmm. her still grinding still out here fucking killing it um i'm gonna leave all of t's links linked down below in the episode of this podcast i'm gonna leave carnage link down below as well um yeah without further ado i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it's your boy make love and your girl t and we out to keep doing what you're doing keep posting that content whatever if it's cringe whatever just post it because there's somebody out there that's gonna like it and I guarantee it. Somebody out there is going to like it. And they're going to want to work with you. Keep that passion going. And keep striving for more.